We read in God's word from Proverbs sixteen eighteen that pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Pride is overconfidence in oneself. Pride is having the feeling that you are self-accomplished. Everything you've achieved, where you are today, you made it there on your own. It's the absence of recognizing humility and understanding that it is God who has made us and not we ourselves. And every good and perfect gift comes from above. Any accomplishments that we make in life, when we are walking in pride, we believe that we are doing them in our own strength. But we actually have a Heavenly Father who is responsible for creating us and who empowers us. Everything we are able to do, we are able to do it because of Him, and not because of our intelligence, our physical strength, our position, our privilege. It all comes from the Lord. Ironically, pride can also come in the form of lack of self-confidence. In this case, we believe we are not able to accomplish something when it is not our own ability to do things anyway. Sometimes the decision not to go after something God has called us to do is really saying we don't believe he is able to do it in us. That is also pride. We are walking in pride when we are overly focused on ourselves to the point that we are not open to hearing the input of others because we believe we have everything we need and we don't need help from anyone else. Correction from someone else is not welcomed and it's actually offensive when we are corrected. Let us choose to die to pride as one of the 40 smart ways to die. As we seek to attain life in death. So what happens when we are operating in pride? There are many unfortunate things that happen. The first is... When we are operating in pride, we can't hear. We block our ability to hear from others or from God about things we need to address in our lives. We can't hear constructive criticism or advice because it's blocked by pride. The second is we can't grow. Growth many times comes from influence from other people, people who are able to see you from the outside, a perspective that you'll never be able to see. 
So often we allow pride to block our growth. The third is we can't bond because many of the actions and attitudes we display when we are walking in pride create distance between us and people we are in relationship with. It a lot of times creates tension and walls. In that relationship then, we are not able to properly bond with our loved ones. Husband and wife, teenager and parent, even adult child and parent. We can have trouble bonding because pride is in the way. When we are prideful, we stifle the people who love us because we block the positive input they are trying to give us. How can we die to this sin of pride? The first way is we can allow other people to speak into our lives. For someone who is used to being prideful, which is many of us, maybe even most of us, it may be difficult to change from being someone who allows no one to share input to allowing several people to do so. So you may want to start with just one person. Pray and ask God to show you one person who you can begin to trust and to allow to speak into your life. Allow them to be honest with you and share things with you that you might not be open to others sharing. And as you develop this relationship with this one individual, you can become more comfortable with allowing other people in. With the goal of eventually beginning to have as a lifestyle that when someone shares input that you don't automatically become offended and begin to defend yourself and your actions without giving consideration to any truth they might be sharing with you. The second way is asking God to search our hearts. Psalm 139, 23 and 24 says, Search me and know me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me, God, and know my heart. So we can ask God to search us. Now, we have to be ready, of course, for what it is he might want to show us. But we know we can trust that whatever he's leading us to deal with is actually for our good. And as we deal with those things, as hurtful and as difficult as it might be for us to hear the truth, that the result of working through this is that we will find life. The third is for us to consider what has led to this attitude of pride. 
What things in my life have shaped me into this attitude? Because if we don't go to the root, we won't be able to fully address the source of what causes us to walk in pride. And we won't be able to fully come to this place where we can walk in peace and vulnerability. As we are vulnerable, we can open up and share what the true feelings are that we are dealing with. So we can deepen our relationships that we may find peace. Now let's look at what life we can gain when we choose to die to pride. We can gain life in the deepening of our relationships. We can gain life in individual growth. We can grow by leaps and bounds as we decide to die to pride and open up new areas and new aspects, new dimensions of ourselves and of our relationships. Other people outside of us will also be able to see this change in our attitude. The third way we can gain life as we choose to die to pride is that we begin to experience harmony. Harmony in our communication with others. And the last is that we can gain life evidenced by Christ-like character. When we become free from pride, we are able to walk in the newness of life and we are able to give life through kindness, humility, generosity, and selflessness. So join me today as we open our hearts and allow God to give us the strength to die to pride today.